Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. There is one particular event today and this week that everyone has been talking about. Anyone who holds Bitcoin or any crypto has been really focused on this event. They claim that this event could change everything. A lot of people are asking themselves what is going to happen to the crypto markets after this event unfolds in actually just a few hours. At the end, I'm going to tell you what this event that everyone has their eyes on is, how it might play out, and based on how it plays out, what it will mean for anyone who has a position in the crypto markets. Before we get to the end, there's a few important things we need to do. We need to look at the BTC chart, the ETH chart, have a quick look at altcoins, and then we're going to look at the top three headlines in the crypto news today. So let's get straight into it. Wherever you are, if you open up a BTC chart, you will see that BTC trading retreated a bit on Tuesday, falling about 4%. It is worth noting that traditional assets declined as well. The S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Index and the Nasdaq were all trading down about 1%, which remember, might seem small to people in the crypto markets who are used to much bigger percentage movements, but 1% or 2% is actually quite a lot of a movement for legacy markets. If we are looking for a reason why uh, crypto and legacy markets are dipping a bit today and yesterday, we don't need to look too much further than the US Consumer Price Index report, which is due to be released at 8.30am Eastern Time today. So this report is important because it's expected to reveal how well the Federal Reserve's anti-inflation measures have been working. In other words, the overall health of the US economy the largest economy in the world, which has repercussions on every other economy in the world. Despite positive momentum around the upcoming merge, the Ethereum chart has also had a bit of a hit from the nervousness and anticipation of the CPI results today. If you open up any altcoin market chart and filter for the 24-hour movements, you'll see that whilst they're still green, the number has actually gone down a bit. So we were looking at double-digit gains a couple days ago, and now they're single-digit gains, probably because, again, the toll that the CPI has taken on the market leaders, like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, has meant that that nervousness has also just spread out into the rest of the altcoin market. If you think of a sort of domino effect, whatever is happening to BTC impacts Ethereum, then sort of impacts all the other altcoins as well. So now that we've understood the charts for today, we're going to move on to the top three headlines, and then we're going to go into that make or break market event that everyone's talking about after the top three headlines. The top headline I want to talk about is about the Ethereum merge. I think this event is too important for listeners not to be aware of, so I'm going to make sure we've got some information about it. There's been a lot of anticipation around the merge and people are starting to position themselves. The Ethereum merge with the Beacon Chain is reportedly planned for September the 19th. This move to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism will use much less energy as mining disappears. Currently, miners are rewarded two ETH plus transaction fees for every block. No mining rewards means issuance of ETH will drop by about 90%. This move will set the stage for further scaling upgrades and has the potential to lower gas fees, though this will not be seen immediately. For seven weeks straight now, investors have poured more than $150 million into Ethereum-based assets due to greater clarity on the merge timing. 
Glassnode actually believes derivative traders are setting up for a large-scale, buy-the-rumor, sell-the-news events by hedging their bets with pre-merge call options and post-merge put options as insurance. Vitalik Buterin has said that the merge may not actually be priced in until it occurs, both from a market and psychological perspective. For years now, I've come across people who have struggled with the concept of cryptocurrency options, be that call options or put options. Today, I'm going to quickly run you through call options. If you find this helpful, I can also run through put options in the future. So let's keep this super simple. You find an amazing house on the market. If you want to buy it today, you have to pay $1 million. You're pretty sure it will be a good investment, but you're not 100% sure. The owner of the house offers you something. He says, look, pay me 50K today. And then at the end of the year, on December 31st, if you still want to buy the house for $1 million, you can. Let's see why this is even a good idea. Well, one of two things can happen. The first scenario is that the house that you liked appreciates in value to $1.2 million. And guess what? You are locked in the option to buy it in for $1 million. So you can buy it for 1 mil, sell it for 1.2 mil, and you only paid 50K to make all this possible. So your profit there, 150K. I like to be a cup half full person, but of course, it's also possible that that house depreciates in value. You were wrong. Suppose the house is now only worth $0.8 million. Obviously, if the house now is worth $0.8 million, you're not gonna wanna pay $1 million for it. If you did pay $1 million for it, your loss would be 200K. So by paying only 50K, you've reduced your loss by 150K too. Instead of a house, just imagine this call option was on Bitcoin. You think the price is going to increase, but you're not sure. You pay a small amount for the option to buy it at a certain price. And through these two scenarios, you actually manage to increase your potential upsize and set a cap on your loss. The final thing to note is that FTX has stated that it does not have any plans to halt or settle ETH futures prior to the merge, and therefore they will do their best to support continuous trading. Time for top headline number two until we go into that big event that everyone thinks is going to shake the markets at the end of this call. Yesterday, we spoke about the news of the US government banning tornado cash. An amusing twist has emerged, possibly caused by someone who was not all that impressed by the sanction. When UFAC added Tornado Cash to its specially designated nationals list yesterday, it meant that any US person or entity could no longer interact with it. Criticism on the news was swift. Many people have claimed that the attack is on the principle of privacy and highlighted practical advantages of anonymous donations. Vitalik Buterin even confirmed that he had used Tornado Cash himself to donate to Ukraine. Others have pointed to the fact that it seems strange to sanction a decentralized smart contract with no agency, and where the only ones losing out are those who receive the outflows. This is why the pulse quickened yesterday when it was noticed that someone arbitrarily sending amounts of 0.1 ETH to notable wallets from Tornado Cash. Celebrities such as Jimmy Fallon and Shaquille O'Neal were all targeted. This type of approach is commonly referred to as dusting. Just how the US Treasury Department will respond is yet to be seen. 
but it does potentially create a regulatory mess of tainted wallets and shines a light on the difficulty of sanctioning a DeFi protocol. Final headline now, top headline three until we get into that bit of news that you're all waiting for. Curve Finance has always caught a little bit of a flack for their clunky user interface. Yesterday, they encountered another problem when a hacker began draining more than just user funds. Curve announced on Twitter that they were aware of this issue with their front end and asked users not to interact with the contracts and revoke any recent permissions. According to their Twitter account, the issue is now resolved. Upon investigation, the team discovered that a hacker cloned the website, redirecting would-be users to a malicious site. This type of hack, named Saver or DNS spoof, is becoming more common. Some influencers on crypto Twitter question if this will ruin Curve's reputation, but their quick response and minimal losses should shield them from the type of outrage that often comes from affected users. Okay, so now it's time for that game-changing event that everyone has their eyes on this week. Maybe if you listen to these calls regularly, you will have guessed it already, but of course it is CPI, which is coming out at 8.30am Eastern Time today, so not long to go at all. Consensus of expectations is for an 8.7% year-on-year increase in the CPI. Expectations for core inflation, which excludes energy and food costs, are that prices rose 6.1% year-on-year. So how will this impact you as a crypto investor or trader? Well, let me make it very simple. If we see the number is bigger than 8.7%, we'll likely see traditional and crypto markets fall in price. Conversely, if it comes in much lower, we might see crypto markets and traditional markets increase in price. The main reason that people care about this event is because it's going to set the expectations of what's going to happen at the September Federal Open Market Committee meeting. On CME Group, you can access the target rate probabilities for this meeting. You'll see that at the moment, there is a 70% probability for another 75 basis point rate increase, which would match the last rate hike announced in June. So... If the inflation rate falls below forecasts, below that 8%, the prospects of a 75 basis point increase will also decline. And that is the mechanism through which the crypto markets will respond positively. So that's the event everyone has their eyes on. And we've also covered why they have their eye on it. Whilst the CPI is a very important and even game-changing metric, I'd just like to point out to everyone to not get too carried away and to bear in mind that you should always consider multiple data points when coming up with a big picture on the market. For example, Coindesk shared this graph today. The graph is titled 10-year treasury constant maturity minus 2-year treasury constant maturity. If you were to look at that chart, you'll see that the interest rate for the two-year US Treasury note continues to exceed that of the 10-year Treasury. This has historically been an indication of economic distress. The reason for this is that it goes against the idea of the time value of money. Put very simply, the longer you put your money away into an asset or a bond, the more reward or interest you expect. Think about it this way, you're missing out on X years worth of opportunities or other investments or opportunity cost to do with that money. So you would expect that if you're locking away your money for 10 years, the interest rate on that should be higher than if you're doing it for two years. 
That is currently not the case. It goes against the time value of money, which means it's an economic distress indication. It means that there is a real lack of confidence in short-term economic conditions. Why I'm showing you this is to point out that even if inflation suddenly recovers and does exactly what we want, there's lots of other data points that we want to see recover as well to get us closer and closer to those risk-seeking conditions that we see crypto and Bitcoin markets do so well in. That is the end of today's update. It's been a little bit longer than usual, a little bit more complex, but there's a lot going on in the markets right now. And I think through these calls, we can make that information accessible and easy to understand for everyone. I'll be back here tomorrow with a full breakdown of what happened to inflation, what the CPI results revealed, and what it's going to mean for us. Make sure to tune in. Talk to you tomorrow.